there's a few things that have been going on this past few weeks right especially this last week and one of the main things that happened was uh, the ship getting stuck in the Suez Canal right and uh, like i didn't think it would cause so much of a problem in the beginning right cuz if you think about it it's such a i feel like it's such something that should have been thought about right cuz look the swiss canal was supposedly built in the 1850s or something like that right and i don't know the fact that uh, nobody thought that this would be a problem right cuz they're sending ships which are 400 500 meters in length through a canal that's 200 meters in width right so like it's it's kind of funny that nobody thought of uh this happening and this was that this was a possibility that this could happen like there was no risk risk assessment of this and that's really funny because uh, if you're a guy who's in the swiss canal authority i honestly want to know what what his job is right because maybe yeah he does have a lot of responsibilities but as a person looking from the outside if i can think of it there's one major responsibility for them and that's to make sure that people who are passing through or ships that are passing through the swiss canal pass through correctly right don't get stuck uh, don't drown don't cause problems for the other cargo ships that are coming these are probably the top priority things that a member of the swiss canal authority should be looking at right and uh, i don't know it's just damn damn stupid i feel that this wasn't thought through because it's we've had it for almost 200 years and that's crazy that uh, i don't know if this has ever happened before i should probably look look that up if a ship or a vessel has been stuck before right i don't know if it's happened if it has even worse because if it's already happened and you don't have a contingency plan i mean there sh- maybe there was a contingency plan but the contingency plan took almost a week right to solve the problem and uh, i don't think that's a good enough contingency plan since we've had this for the past 200 years I mean yeah so things like this make me realize that yeah we have gone ahead uh, we have advanced so much in technology but then again at the same time there are certain things like this which we've been doing for the past 200 years and probably can be fixed right i mean i don't know don't ask me how to fix it i'm not a fucking scientist or a, what do you say civil engineer or something who can tell you what to do but at the same time i can understand that this thing can be fixed because we have fixed worse shit right and getting stuck in a canal seems a very uh, ancient seems like an ancient problem it shouldn't be a problem of modern society like if this happened um, 50 years ago or 100 years ago yeah it makes sense but for this to happen now is i just feel it's ignorance and people who are supposed to care enough not caring enough right uh, that's what i just feel this is 
so like so this thing caused uh this ship called the ever given supposedly got stuck in the swiss canal and the name itself is super ironic because i don't think anybody's ever given this much of a fuck about a ship in the swiss canal so the name is very apt and uh, what do you say it's it's huge the ship is huge so i mean this might be stupid but the first thing that comes to my head is probably if the canal is only 200 meters wide you shouldn't be sending ships which are 400 meters in length 500 meters in length just a very basic idea or a plan right i mean there might be a lot of economic impact to that right if you have to send instead of sending a 400 meter long ship you have to send two 200 meter long ships right i mean it's possible right? it's not like it's not possible this is straight on straight on a, on top of my head that's the idea that comes up right but yeah i'm sure there's many things that fall into it but at the same time i'm sure that if these people want they can think about a way to make sure that this doesn't happen and that's why i think it's just a joke that it's literally a joke that this happened right so this caused the world's second biggest traffic jam uh the biggest traffic jam is actually from kr puram to whitefield on a normal day right uh, not post covid pre covid if you had to travel from kr puram to whitefield screw the swiss canal swiss canal hasn't got shit on whitefield to kr puram or the other way around so uh, yeah nobody cares about the swiss canal in bangalore because we go through this shit every day one asshole comes puts his car in a way that nobody else can pass and then it causes a huge block so nobody in bangalore honestly gives a shit about the swiss canal so yeah so i was reading this other thing that uh, this article where it's basically saying uh, i didn't even know this happened right supposedly in mumbai last year there was this uh, power outage i don't even remember uh, when this was right so um, there was this power outage last year in mumbai where there was no power for almost two days one or two days i'm not sure right and um, so we've given we've outsourced the job of finding out what has happened in the power grid right what went wrong and stuff like that we've given it to this american company and uh, they've figured out that there is chinese malware in our power grid right now i don't think they've necessarily said that the chinese malware is the reason for the power outage right but at the same time like it's pretty if they're saying that there's chinese malware i'm sure that the chinese are definitely trying at least trying to do something even if they were not the reason for the outages they're definitely trying to do something right the power grid and then i thought about <clears throat> what would happen if we lost power for a week or two right if india as a country lost power as in there was no electricity at all for two weeks and i started thinking about it and i i felt that honestly it's going to be chaos right just think about it where there's no electricity if there's no electricity there's no internet you have to understand that 
there is no internet there is no way of communication right you can have internet for a day or two with your phones right but the minute uh it runs out of charge and which it will right a lot of people are not going to have any way to communicate or send information uh around the world you will still have phones and that also not mobile phones because they'll run out of charge you will have uh, landline phones but yeah if they can take that as well out right if they can somehow can uh, cut out that connection as well dude we're going to go back to the stone age think about it it's going to be chaos firstly there won't be communication like i said secondly very soon we're going to run out of supplies right the supply chain is going to get fucked up and very soon there's not going to be enough stuff for everybody and when there's not enough stuff and there's scarcity people start going insane and start turning against each other right so i thought about that like what would happen if there's no electricity if china the chinese were somehow able to take out our electricity and we couldn't do anything about it right hypothetically i'm sure that even we have uh what do you say uh people who make sure that this doesn't happen and we have contingency plans and stuff like that i'm sure i at least i hope we do like uh, if but let's say that doesn't work and they are actually the chinese are actually successful in infiltrating our power grid and uh, taking our power out right it's going to be hell dude there's going to be so much chaos and again that's one thing i related to the swiss canal incident where again we're so far ahead humanity is so far ahead in so many aspects but at the same time certain tweaks or certain what do you say the manipulation of certain things which is quite easy right uh, or unexpected or nobody thought that by doing such a small thing i mean taking out the power grid of our country is not a small thing don't get me wrong that's not what i'm saying right but at the same time i'm sure that it can be done right it i definitely think it can be done because dude our defense website itself was hacked right our defense website our website which was if india had one website to protect that would have been our defense website right and that in itself was hacked so it's pretty like you can imagine that the power grid and all will get hacked like i don't think we are on that level we probably should get there where they're not able to even uh, enter through but i don't think we are there yet if they want to they can easily do it but the consequences the global consequences of what they're going to do is what they would have to face if they do that is probably the reason why it's not been done till now but maybe that one day two day power outage was a test right and i think they even issued as a warning or something saying that if we screw around too much the lights might go out and uh, that's crazy it's i just can't imagine indians without internet and electricity and maybe because i'm from this generation i'm sure our generation can't imagine it at least what would we do dude let's flip so yeah how things like that like something like that would change our life overnight and uh, that's honestly crazy as hell Okay, yeah, screw that. Yeah, when it happens, it happens. Uh, 
the next thing yeah ashok dinda i am not sure how many of you all know if you followed cricket and you followed the ipl and stuff like that for for the past few years you will definitely know ashok dinda right ashok dinda is still getting belted legend says that some of the balls that the batsman hit him for six are still traveling they still haven't reached the ground right <laughs> ashok dindad this is damn funny and the the nice part is that he's carrying all the traits from cricket out of cricket as well so even now even though he's retired he's still getting belted but this time not for six and not by the batsman he's i think getting belted by the opposition party like so <laughs> this i read that he's become a bjp candidate and that he was recently attacked by some people i don't know who probably the opposition party or whatever or the supporters of the opposition party and he was whooped right so he was getting whooped back when he was playing cricket and now he's retired and he's still getting whooped so i have i have major respect for that like because he's sticking true to his roots and that's that's really nice to see it brings a tear to my eye that he's still getting belted even though he retired from cricket and what's crazy is bjp uh, is actually recruiting a lot of celebrities right as their political leaders and uh, <clears throat> they're dele- giving them positions in their party right they're making cricketers actors all these kind of porn stars right they're making all these kinds of people their uh, political leaders right okay they they're not making porn stars political leaders but their political leaders are becoming porn stars so kind of the same thing i mean right that's what happened their political leaders became a porn star he has a porn video and uh, yeah so yeah the thing what i wanted to say was it's really funny that um, bjp's what do you say recruiting these celebrities to be political leaders but the fact is that these guys are probably the last people i want to lead i want to lead me right because these people are probably the last people i want to lead the country right because look there has to be some level of narcissism right for you, for them to reach that level like if you have to be the best or if you have to be a celebrity or something in whatever you want to be right there has to be a level of ego for you to for you to you know um, what do you say uh it, it, it's a balance where balance of reality and a balance of uh, del- you have to be a little delusional is what i'm trying to say so if you want to be the best at something you have to be delusional in the way that hey i can be the best at this regardless of all these factors all these facts all these real all this reality that i might not be the best you should have the ability to push that all to the side and say no i still might be able to be the best and that is a kind of delusion because you're ignoring all the things and the factors that it might take for you to be the best at what you want to do so all these guys are definitely to some level narcissistic and uh, i'm not saying it's a wrong thing because in their field there is a level of narcissism that is required for you to reach there right 
but is that what i want in a leader is that what i want in a politician definitely no right i don't want my leader or my uh, prime minister or the person who's leading india right i don't want them to be a narcissistic asshole right because then it all just blows up right you want that person to be an altruist and you want that person to be uh thinking of the greater good of the common good not of what is good for him or her right and when i see celebrities and actors and sports people getting into politics i sometimes feel like these people are the worst people to enter politics because all they think about is themselves there's nothing wrong with that but probably this is not the place where they have to do that so i don't know they might win a lot of votes because they are popular but when you start to think of it i'm sure that their thought process is not the right one to be a political leader uh so that's about it for today this not a lot more that i can say right but uh, thank you and i'll see you next week